All right. Uh, good morning, everybody. Happy Monday for everybody tuning in. All 30 of you already. Amazing. It feels like a bullish Monday morning, November the 22nd, and uh, we are pumped to be here. I am uh, joined with me by the man, the myth, the snail, free market capitalist. Hey, now. And I am, as always, uh, Mr. R2 Dgen. I am, uh, yes, I am. You know what? We're, we're shedding the, uh, the clout Cobain moniker. Obviously, there's a, um, a large crypto Twitter influencer that has half a million followers. And I'm sure you've all heard of him. Um, yeah, Kobe, uh, crypto Cobain, uh, gave me a cease and desist order on the name. Uh, surprisingly, <laughs> it wasn't Courtney Love, but, um, no, he actually didn't. Um, but honestly, like this, this was a, a Cloud Cobain was a moniker that I came up with back in the BitClout days. Um, before I was even really on crypto Twitter, it was actually just, um, I saw, uh, Cobain in the, uh, the clout goggles and, uh, just kind of dropped that one. Uh, there was a, a lot of confusion that I had to stave off for a little bit. And, uh, I always just kept the name, but you know, now moving into NFT Twitter and, and in this space, I, I don't think it's fair to, to, confuse people in that regard um there are times where i will will jump into a discord and people actually do think that i am kobe and uh you know i i don't want to ever use somebody's name to to my advantage so we kind of uh um nvo came up with a, a twitter handle of um a web 3po which i thought was fucking hilarious and uh so i i brought r2d gen into the mix and uh yeah i'm gonna roll with that for now i'm gonna leave the uh clout cobain in parentheses for a bit but uh yeah i don't know what do you think of the name i think it's good that two of the star wolves members have taken star wars names so that george lucas really uh gets that that legal pen out when um when he's I, no i love it I he th- did sell I you know that right Yes, I think <laughs> is brilliant. I can't believe nobody had that name. And uh, I'm so glad my little robot buddy has uh, come into his <laughs> new persona now. Yeah, so, honestly, uh, I, I typed the name into Twitter to search for it. And uh, yeah, it was available. And I scooped that up immediately. And, and just for reference, I did grab on a, a burner account the old name that i had bitclout cobain just so that nobody scoops that up and tries to run a scam with it i would hate to see that happen to anybody but yeah i'm excited for the uh the new handle and the the new branding going forward so you're gonna have to get used to calling me something other than dirk diggler or cobain but uh <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know if that's possible but yeah i guess i'll get used to it so are you debuting this name right now yeah let's fucking do it i'm, I'm good with that i'll we'll do something on twitter after not that it's a big deal. It's not like I have a gigantic following that needs to be addressed. But um, but yeah, going forward, R2 Dgen. That's that's the one we're going with. So um R2 DJ R2. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I don't know, actually. Maybe maybe Dgen works better. All right, DJ. I don't know. Cobain, it rolls off the tongue. It'll be some adjusting for me, but we'll get used to it. It's all good. Um Wanted to just uh, quickly touch on like the, the alpha mint realm real quickly. We dropped the second wave of moon lounge passes, uh, to, to some surprise, not surprising. I shouldn't say surprising some fanfare though. Honestly, like, uh, they started rolling. We had some people in the general worried about gas wars over it. I don't, don't think we're quite at that level though. It is very flattering to even have that discussion. Um, but yeah, we have, uh, probably a, a good 15, 20 new members and sold a total of 30 passes yesterday that, uh, some people loading them up. Um, honestly, we haven't announced any, uh, 
big utility for having multiple ones. But if it's a, a bet on the community, I, I think it's a great bet, honestly. Yeah, that's pretty great. I mean, you've seen uh, other communities with passes like this uh, become very valuable. And I think that this community is well on its way. Really, really great showing uh, over the last few days. And man, the alpha that's been dropped in the room. Oh, Mind boy. Me. I mean, everyone's coming at the right time. That's not even. Well, the market, the market is uh, the market is rebounding. And, you know, one of our strong suits minting, which is kind of uh, where the alpha mint moniker came from, um, is is doing really well. But anybody that's listening, thinking about joining in, uh, there's been some huge wins over the last three months that I've been here, some massive wins just over the weekend. Uh, but I also just kind of wanted to really quickly before we get too deep into the show, just highlight that, you know, we are a community first uh, discord. Um, we want people that are, are joining in the Moon Lounge, having the conversation, learning together, helping newer people that are in it. Uh, there's tons of opportunity to make lots of uh, ETH and, and uh, some huge wins in there. But really, first and foremost, this is about kind of banding together, not being a calls or a pump and dump group and just, you know, having a lot of fun while we're we're doing great things. So uh, to everyone that's joined, they have all kind of fit that role so far, I thank you so much for that. I know it means a lot to us and it makes our lives easy as we try and grow this community. Um, and for for anybody on the fence about uh, joining, I just want to kind of give you the, the full disclosure that that's kind of what we're aiming to do. So um, appreciate it. Love seeing new faces in here. Tons of new faces in the audience, which is is great for us, too. So, uh, yeah, if there's anything you want to touch on and in, in, on top of that free market before we get into the show. No, that's great. I'm I'm looking forward to speaking to everyone. We have an AMA session every day after we do uh, our back and forth. So we hope to hear some new voices today. Yeah, for sure. And and actually, on that note, we do uh, record all of the shows on YouTube. There's a video component and we do upload the audio version of it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So if you aren't able to tune in one day, uh, if you're late or, or, you know, have to leave in the middle of a show, they will all be there for you. A lot of people have actually found it just through through the podcast uh, or search algorithms, which is amazing, too. So very excited to see that. But on that note, we will uh, we will get to the news of the weekend. I guess. And uh, we'll go from there. So uh, just pulling up CoinGecko right now. Again, uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum kind of just uh, playing ball in that, you know, $57,000, range and the, you know, forty-one dollars to $4,400 range for Ethereum. Nothing too crazy going on. Looking at the seven-day gala, I don't even know the, the ins and outs of gala, but on a huge run over the last week, 300%. Um, and then we look at some of the NFT and um, metaverse plays like Sandbox, Decentraland and, and Avalanche doing really well over that time period, too. Um, but, yeah, nothing crazy to report. A lot of uh, data coming out that um, the supply is being removed from crypto exchanges in terms of Ethereum and Bitcoin. So, yeah, as we as we look towards the coming weeks, there could be uh, some fireworks, maybe. It feels like the meme coins are at least taking a backseat right now to, you know, the actual plays with substance. I love seeing mana and sand uh, rallying because these are what I consider really good long term plays. So it, it I don't know if the meme coins are just cooling off and consolidating, getting ready for a next leg, but they seem to have been put to bed here for a bit. And that's both the dog coins and the 
NFT meme coins that were really hot there for a minute. And it seems that money is rotating back into NFTs in a big way. Yeah, big way. Um, speaking of money in a big way, just really quickly wanted to go back to the Constitution DAO uh, uh, at Sotheby's that happened last week. But uh, pretty, pretty funny that it came out that it was uh, Citadel CEO Ken Griffin of or Kenneth Griffin of um you know the GameStop villainry that that ended out uh, ended up outbidding the Dow purchasing it for 41 million dollars and I've heard reports that he ended up outbidding the Dow by $1 on a 41 million dollar bid to snipe it for them and uh it kind of just raises some interesting viewpoints one you know Kenneth Griffin is really laying into the uh the villain of the every people right now and you know, the, the storyline that he's creating, especially by buying the Constitution Dow, is is almost uh, going to pump its its bags in and of itself. Uh, the other thing, too, is, you know, Constitution Dow publicly raised money and they, you know, they they let everybody know what they were, they were coming into the bid and what the game plan was. And, uh, yeah, it kind of worked against them. This didn't seem to be a very sophisticated team of negotiators. Uh, they were not quiet, as you said, about what they were intending to do with the bid. And I think that this kind of shows, you know, while there's a lot of money right now in crypto and especially the idea of DAOs, you know, they were scrambling to raise enough up until the last minute, whereas the CEO of Citadel reached in between his couch cushions, grabbed $45 million and bought the Constitution from under them. So... I like I said, I love the energy behind it. I was supporting them. I I was very happy when I thought they won, because, as we said, there was a lot of misreporting uh, during the time, not knowing what was going on. But, yeah, it's it's still there's still minor league players in a major league world. It does pretty it it, it does highlight the crypto uh, world's ability to kind of crowdsource a pretty, pretty. Uh, um, pretty incredible amount of money in a very short period of time. I mean, it was like 48 hours before the uh, Sotheby's auction that somebody decided to put this together. And yeah, in the blink of an eye, they had raised over $40 million to try and scoop this up. Uh, obviously, the ending wasn't as how we predicted, but, um, it, you know, obviously, this is a concept that's not going anywhere. DAOs are uh, a concept that seem to be picking up a lot of steam. And uh, I, I have to believe that this isn't the the first or last time that we're or sorry, the last time that we're going to see this. Yeah, I do believe this is the future. And even though this one failed in, in what was an interesting and entertaining fashion, I, I expect to see a lot more of this. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see as the um, as they start to refund the, uh, I guess, donations, as they were called, to the people that participated in the DAO, how that works and, um, you know, how they compensate for all a lot of gas. These were pretty small transactions. I think the average uh, donation was $200 towards the DAO. When you start wow. factoring in the uh, the gas transfers to and now from that, uh, that could get to pretty, pretty pricey. So I wouldn't be surprised right. if they end up kind of voting to, to keep the money in that down, doing something else with it. Makes Kickstarter look kind of silly. What's the fastest they've ever raised? $45 million. Very true. Very true. <laughs> um, shifting full on into the NFT space, you're going to pull up WGMI and just look, look quickly at what's going on in the seven day and the one day changes. Um, 
Wolf Game Wolves is up there on the one day change. That doesn't even have a seven day change reporting on it. But uh, Doge Pound, Winter Bears, uh, Geometry Runners, uh, Head Dow had a, a pretty good one day. Nothing too crazy on this list, however. Seven day Women and Weapons still leading the charge there. Uh, they are down a little bit since we last discussed them, but yeah, still having a good week. Um, that'll probably drop off in the next day or two as the seven day kind of crosses the the Gary V discussion. Um Ether Orcs having a nice little pump on the back of Wolf Game though. I think that's uh that's gonna be something we're gonna go into a bit more detail in later on in the show. Doodles is having a nice little little bounce on the seven day up to you know two point five eight. It is down from almost three yesterday. And uh as you said though, these are uh floor prices. These are something that aren't necessarily a good indicator of um, immediate trends, but, uh, yeah, there definitely everything is, is experiencing a pretty good pump as liquidity starts to enter the NFT marketplace and, uh, people want to park their ETH into, you know, the JPEGs. I think that even if the pumps feel a little short lived right now, and remember as investors become educated and more sophisticated, you're not going to have the exact same atmosphere as we did the last cycle. So the pumps feel like they're a little quicker this time around. Things tend to fade a little sooner and a little faster. But man, mints are minting out. Everything seems to have a post-mint pump above its mint price. Um, Quite a few projects that minted during the bear as a great example. Chain runners, man. I mean, this is a phenom. It was during the bear, we, a bunch of us were on the whitelist for that one. I remember logging onto the site. I was about to mint my two. And then I was like, eh, you know, dur- everyone feels that way. It's like, why am I minting anything during the bear? Everything's failing. And fail, did they? They fell, I believe, at one point all the way down to 0.01. And that floor is sitting close to one ETH. Uh, um, as of this morning. They yeah, you might be surprised to know this, but pulling up chain runners on uh, OpenSea, it is sitting at a 1.68 floor. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. I mean, the Zeneca, I believe, aped in pretty hard. This is a game. Uh, they don't have gameplay yet, from what I understand. They were just selling the pieces, and the game is a ways out, but they must have impressed the right people because... That thing is now 168x off the bottom from where it was. Uh, shout out to Dirty Milk, who I think was the only AM member who believed in the project, minted and stuck with it and held with it. Uh, so yeah, that, that is that a, pretty amazing. an astronomical run over the last couple of days. And uh, honestly, like I, I had it pulled up just in the tabs that... Um, to talk about really quickly, but I, I didn't even, I just loaded it and I didn't even pull it up. I was even shocked to see that 1.6 floor and the volume on it has just been absurd for the past two days. So huge win to anybody in chain runners kind of uh, regret not minting it myself, but obviously hindsight's 2020 and there are uh, going to be an abundance more wins um, over the next, oh God, I got to believe years, but like for the, for the time being, there's lots coming up to, uh, to play. And even just in the last, I would weekend, just like it to yeah. last one more week until clone X, uh, mint. Yeah. You say that as well, though clone X is going to mint in the next week. There is no guarantees of that anymore. 
not even going to put a date on this show regarding that. It happens oh, when it happens. Man. So, um, uh, yeah, really quickly, another uh, project that uh, a lot of AM holders uh, have been involved in for the past, I guess, almost two months now is the uh, Galactic Apes. Galactic Apes, the little monkeys finally did uh, join the metaverse and uh, all Galactic Galactic Apes holders get to mint one free one for for holding. Um, they have not revealed yet. There has been a little bit of action on the secondary, but they look pretty cool. Uh, Wes is somebody that um, either you love them or hate them. There are strong opinions both sides of it in terms of being a marketer or a, a businessman. Maybe not the best intuition all the time, but in terms of being an artist, like he is top tier in the pixel world. And uh, so, you know, the the Galactic Apes had the three genus monkeys. So the chimpanzees, the ape, uh, the gorillas and the orangutans. Uh, and he did some incredible work making all of the traits fit on them. The monkeys have taken it a step further and there are nine different sizes of these. So there's going to be an incredible variation. I think the art looks really cool and it's going to be really interesting to see what comes of that over the next couple of days as they reveal looking on open right now, there has been some volume on them. Um, at last I checked is uh, the floor is at 0.175 pre reveal. So what's your take on, on these, where do you think they go after they reveal? Uh, what do you personally think of them? I actually, I don't think that you hold any galactic apes. Am I right? No, I don't. Uh, I, you know, this project seems to be, it's one of those things where I think it's become a cult. And I say that in a good way. Yeah. You have I a strong that, cult thesis investment, uh, investment thesis. Right. I mean, it, you know, I had a bit of a back and forth with DC investor over the weekend on Twitter about investing in cults and culture. And maybe to him, the more accurate term is culture, because I think that the culture uh, aspect of these is very important. And there's a cult with galactic apes. People love West. But then at the same time, I think that a large uh, mutiny has grown from within the ranks, basically because of delays. You know, this floor went from 0.08 to what, 2.6 at its peak? Yeah, uh, 2.8. It was real close to hitting that 3 ETH floor. Um, And I think a lot of people were like, all right, it'll pull back to 1.5. You know, it'll blah, blah, blah. And it dipped a lot harder. And and where's the roadmap? What is Wes doing, et cetera, et cetera. Into the bear market, too, though. Important to note that. That's my point. Do I think these are legitimate concerns? No. I mean, do I think Wes is working? Yes. And, you know, these monkeys are going to be integral to the game if you believe in the game. And look, one thing we could say after this weekend is that the NFT gaming trend is firmly here and it is here with a bang. You know, us orc weirdos have been saying this was going to be the next phase for a while, but as orcs petered out into the bear, it kind of looked like, well, it's cool, but maybe they're a little early on their concept. Well, the wolf game over the weekend now spurred 10 derivatives copycats that are going to be launching within the next week. And I think that the gaming trend has, you know, presented itself as the next phase in this market. So, 
So as we wrap up the Galactic Apes discussion, it, it is important to know that there is a game coming uh, to the, the Galactic Ape world eventually. The The roadmap is a little shaky on that, and it's not a play that I'm, I'm like holding on for dear life for this game to start or anything. But, uh, you know, I've taken my position in Galactic Apes, and it's a long-term one. So be interesting to, to, to watch the whole timeline play out kind of just in a zoomed-out kind of way. But, uh, yeah, great, great segue into the games. And you mentioned Wolf Game. Now, that is... Uh, that has been absolutely ludicrous this weekend. It minted on Friday. Uh, was it Kiwi dropped that alpha in in the channel? If I'm correct, yeah, that was Kiwi Alpha that he dropped in the Kiwi Alpha channel, which no longer exists. They've now been consolidated uh, in a way to streamline signal and reduce noise into a channel we call Curated Alpha. Uh, in which certain members who are experts in their field will drop curated alpha and can discuss it with each other, but the room is locked to uh, to other comments. Um, so we talked. Was dropped. We talked a yeah. little bit about Wolf Game on Friday, but not overly in depth. Uh, the The immediate consensus was that this was a beanie pump. Uh, there wasn't going to be a lot of traction on it. And um, the supply, which was originally going to be 50,000, it was a 10,000 mint drop. And then you started minting uh, after that was finished with the wool, which was the token that was uh, you were getting from being staked. Uh, and then there were some issues with the the contract where people found out a way to exploit it. So there's either wolves or sheep. And when you roll... Um, when you roll it using the wool, you either got a wolf or a sheep, right? Uh, well, some people realized that you could cancel the the minting process if the roll ended up being sheep and get kind of a refund on it. And they would just keep rolling, rolling, rolling until they got wolves. It was flooding the market with wolves. They took the minting process down and have since capped the the minting at I think about 13,000 now which is a big difference and a big deal initially when I saw it I didn't really want to partake in it one um beanie but uh you know I, I think I'm gonna have to change my thesis on him now too and as well the 50,000 supply seemed like very high as that game were to play out and and the minting um sort of ramped up in that regard so it wasn't something that I thought was going to appeal to me and uh boy was I uh wrong so <laughs> You you want to take yeah, it from there? This is a very, you know, there's nothing innovative about this game. And I'm not even saying that as a knock. Like, I love all these games. I think that they should copy each other with different IP and give us different characters. And I think a lot of us are going to play them every time because they're fun and they look cool. The other side is that this was a pure influencer pump. And I'm not even saying that in a negative way. You know, usually a project will have one influencer, maybe two latch on, and that gives it a really good pump and, you know, uh, makes it a great trade. This had every major influencer in the game. And then all the the second, not even second tier, but I saw so many punks and apes on my timeline that were playing this thing that probably knew about it, wink, wink, before most people did. Uh, this was a pure, absolute influencer phenomenon that, I mean, it's still sitting at a four ETH floor now, but it got up to eight ETH on the sheep. Yeah, eight ETH floor on the sheep from a 0. 0.069420 mint. And in three days, I mean, this, that's that's where it really gets insane. I mean, there are some members of our, our group that leaned in really hard and diamond handed that shit. Well, 
you were kind of forced to because your your sheep are staked. But you know, it, a lot of people were able to turn one e into a hundred e over the weekend, and wool is still making you uh, over two thousand dollars a day per sheep, if I'm not mistaken, right now. So this is what all these other games wanted to be. You know, at their uh, at their base, they basically are rolling games, probability games. You level up your guys or you mint other characters and you use the in-game currency. So your initial players, wolves in this case, or sheep, are earning wool. And that wool is then burned to do different things within the game, thus making the currency ideally deflationary while at the same time providing it as utility within the game. Normally an LP or a liquidity pool uh, shows up within a few days or a couple weeks after these games are there. And many players choose to sit there and just sell the underlying currency as the positive EV play instead of participating in the game, which is a great angle for these things. I mean, this is some sort of fixed income at the moment. And just like those OHM yields, they're probably not going to last forever, but you got to figure out how to, you know, take advantage of these while they're hot. And Wolf Games seems to be the hottest of them all. And I think what's very interesting here, too, is, you know, crypto people are very smart. The one negative aspect of this, I think, that kind of bothered me all weekend was that the main influencers here, whether it was Gary V or Beanie or Otto Suen, they were talking about how innovative this game is and how it's a pioneer and how it's the first. Oh, now, this this got some people riled up. Woo, a lot, because this is far from the first. It's the fifth or sixth at this point. And that was really a false narrative that we know is important in this game, because to be the first or to be, you know, the original that did something affords you a very large premium in NFTs. And... What's great, I think, about crypto people is they don't just listen to influencers. And within 24 hours, all these other games, some of which Alphamint's pretty heavy in, from Ether Orcs to Evo Snails to even this morning CMY Cats, which is seeing quite the, fo- the floor sweep itself. People are finding the original games now. Uh, Ether Orcs was the first on-chain RPG And I think it has seen the most aggressive pump of them all, seeing almost 150 Ethereum uh, flow into orcs in the last. Do you think uh, this is a result of um, people that are priced out of Wolf game seeking out other games to kind of get in and and front run? Or do you think this is um, an actual like the idea that historical plays really mean something in the short term? Definitely. I think, you know, you're going to you see two routes now from people who missed uh, Wolf Game. You're either going to buy what already existed or there's about 10 derivatives on the dock now from cat and mouse, dog and cat, whale game, shark game, wizard and dragon game. Basically, every copy that you guys can uh, come up with. And I'm sure some of them will be very successful. I think actually the big one yesterday, which you couldn't say was a copy because it basically launched simultaneously. Obviously, a lot of teams are working on these concepts, but Feudals, uh, quite the pump there. I believe that was uh, under 0.1 and it got up to 0.4. I haven't checked the floor this morning. This world has been so insane that like, you know, there's been so many big wins and so many... um, pumps so many drops so many things minting out that it's like we were talking about it this morning and it was just like where do we start (laughs) 
Yeah, no, it. we could talk the whole show about this. Quite frankly, it's the new meta in NFTs right now and so, understanding. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, really quickly before we uh, we start to kind of uh, shift our train of thought here to, to wrap up Wolf Game, which I mean, isn't going to go anywhere anytime soon. Uh, they are now introducing their plots of land. Uh Every uh, every Gen Zero owner, which is the first ten thousand minted in Wolf Game, can uh, claim one free parcel of land. Uh, they are almost claimed out. There's like fifty left out of the ten thousand. Um, so people are obviously paying attention to this a lot you know nobody has put this aside and forgotten about it um but there's also a dutch dutch auction going on so over the course of the day it's going from 0.69420 eth down to 0.1 eth over the whole day uh right now sitting at about 0.45 there's been 1800 minted so you know if if you if you think that there's a, a play here and you think that there's some longevity to this game um anything involved in this game at a 0.45 uh eth buy-in might be a good purchase but obviously you know do your own research in that regard but yeah that is happening right now and it is less than 20 percent minted out and i have no doubt that that will be fully minted out in the next few hours as that uh dutch auction continues to roll on so keep an eye out for that i i can guarantee you that this is not the last that we talk about it either it blows up or or explodes in front of our face or you know just continues to to truck along there's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of discussion and nuance in involved in that so um yeah moving on from wolf game you mentioned that there was some other uh uh projects that kind of got the secondary pump you know orcs is the recipient of that i personally tend to believe that orcs is probably going to be the one that has the most sustained run out of this uh it's probably the best looking um you know maybe some debate but the best managed one uh so far and obviously alpha mint is is hugely in the ether orcs uh realm yeah, Alpha Mint has one of the largest hordes uh, in the game. We pooled um, during the first phase, and it allowed us to uh, really pull far ahead of other people who weren't kind of thinking the same way from the beginning and maybe had to adjust their strategies at least a day into the game. And those first minting phases are all time-based, so even losing a few minutes uh, can hurt you, but... Yesterday, both Tropo Farmer and Fuck Render actually aped into uh, into Ether Orcs, and there are big announcements later today coming from the team. So, I mean, there's multiple reasons that this pump is happening. Currently, we're in the raiding phase of the game, and what that means is if your orc is of a certain level. You send it to go raid for bone shards. Bone shards are used to resurrect shamans, which will be the next character in the game. The main distinction so far is that orcs, Genesis orcs, all produce Zug. Zug is the in-game currency sitting at about 80 cents last time I checked. Uh, Each base orc earns about four Zug a day. And once you level him up, and do a little pillaging, they earn 16 Zug a day. Um, and the shamans will not earn Zug. And this tends to be the differentiator between your Genesis collection and the subsequent characters you introduce into your world. So shamans will have abilities, though, that the orcs won't, which is very smart. They will be able to make potions, which will aid the orcs 
aid the orcs in the speed in which they can pillage. There are only uh, a raid, excuse me. There are only so many shamans available. So the faster you can raid, the more shamans you could make before they run out. So once you get your shamans, you want them producing potions so that your orcs could that your orcs can then raid them faster. So this is one of the games. Given the whale interest, I think has legs. I thought it was pretty funny to see Beanie shitting on Tropo Farmer for his quote unquote advertisement of orcs when all Tropo Farmer did was say (laughs) he was like, this is the original game. There's a huge announcement tomorrow. Go check out either orcs compared to what Beanie was (laughs) doing for Wolf Game and has done for his projects in the The most innovative on chain game that has ever existed. Right. Beanie straight lies. And let's not mince words. Right. Beanie's not an idiot. He knows everything going on in NFTs, just like all of us do, because we sit on Twitter and watch all day. Right. He knew it wasn't, but he knew that that was the narrative that could really pour gasoline on the fire. And it worked. So, you know, for him to go after Tropo Farmer for quite, you know, all all he was saying was there's an announcement coming and he likes these or I mean, come on, it, it was ridiculous. Now, I do think that over this next week, this is going to be the play. It's games that existed and the copycat games that are coming. Now, these derivative copycats, all of them are going to zero. Some may have a pump beforehand, but that is the dice of your road, in my opinion. Go back and look at some of these good games. I mean, another interesting one today is Evo Snails which does have an announcement coming later today. Here's a bit of a hint, which is kind of known by the the snail community, but it will be snail racing. You will be able to race your snails to earn leaf, but quite the pump there. That was under 0.01 as of two days ago. And floor on common snails is sitting at 0.14 last I checked. So, wow, what a pump there. I should also I should also highlight the fact that free market has a lot on the line as it's become an alpha mint meme of a 1.2 ETH floor uh, for snails. Um, And I I think that there would be nothing better in in his life for it to actually hit that. And he can just wash away the uh, the the hilarious jokes of the the 1.2 ETH call that he made before the the mint even happened. But um, I, I mean, I really like the snails. And because of orcs, I really loved the concept of games. You know, I I think, like I just said, it's the new meta. I was bulled up on snails. They launched into 300 gas and meme coins mooning every day. It was their downfall. Now that things have chilled a bit and people understand this is the new trend, they're rotating back into these things. And I'm hoping... They offer something compelling today, but honestly, the trader in me, given that they what they're going to announce is kind of known by the community, I expect them to pull back pretty hard after the announcement, just like Wolves. You know, as a trader, you got to understand everything that is known is sell the news. There are very few surprises in markets and this shepherd thing that they were pushing all day. There were hints as to what it could be. It could, you know, what could they have possibly said that could pump these sheep above eight ETH? You know, there's only so much money in the market. This didn't attract mainstream normies into NFTs. This was a pure DGEN NFT play. So when you have these big announcements coming up, 
it's almost always sell the news. So I would I would say that if you're holding snails right now that you and, you know, it's probably a better trade to sell before this announcement comes. Saying that you're bold up on snails makes it sound like you're like a, a meth addict or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay, narcotic. Yeah. <laughs> He's back, guys. I make one joke about the weeds and all of a sudden I'm a narc. Okay. <laughs> the weed. Okay, the weed. Moving on. Oh, no. I just wanted to also mention TMY cats. <laughs> which you could probably speak a little more about because I haven't started playing it, but they're in a zombie phase. And this is another yeah, game. I don't really uh, want that, to, but yeah. <laughs> no, actually, yeah, it was a pleasant surprise. This was a project that was uh, seemingly dead and it might still be on that track. There some people are calling it a bit of a false pump, um, whatever that means. But, uh, you know, much to our chagrin, the devs don't actually take any royalties out of this. And it's just it kills me every time. Um, a team does that because they just they could be making some money to continue the development of this project and they just they they're just not doing it um and, and that to me is frustrating um but yeah i mean this thing was uh no sales in four or five days and like very very few sales in almost two three weeks um and then it did run up to like a 0.1 floor it's pulling back to 0 0.02 uh, I think a lot of people have been frustrated by this product and have decided to unstake and list. The listings were going crazy. But yeah, as Free Market said, it is uh, there is the second phase of the game that's going on right now. Um, now the gas has been a little bit cheaper and these cats are a little bit cheaper. It is not a very expensive play to be involved in, but um, I'm kind of watching it closely. I've got a couple of zombies that, uh, you know, I've minted the graves and they are kind of digging away. Uh, it takes seven days to dig up. You can speed them up with the mice, which is the token that they use. And um, eventually after the first thousand graves are minted now uh, with some context, only 423 of them have been minted. And this has been live for uh, the better part of four or five days. Um, after the first thousand are minted, you do need zombies to to dig the other ones up. So uh, value will only come to this project if people start to kind of buy and participate in it. If not, I think that this is, um, I mean, you know, to, to compare it to the, the zombies <laughs> might be take a bit to come back from the dead. So um, yeah, some other things that I wanted to highlight some big wins that we had uh, chain runners was one of the biggest ones wolf game for anyone that got involved in that was a huge one. But on Friday, um, Cryptoon goons minted. Uh, I did manage to get in on the mint on that. It did have a really good run up to 0.4 E uh, a couple of times before pulling back right now, sitting at um, I think just over 0.2, but there's been some huge volume on it. It has chilled out as people are kind of waiting for a roadmap and um, some kind of future utility if they have any at all. But uh, I got to say, like, you know, trying to remain completely unbiased but we talked about this they do look pretty pretty damn cool they've got the old timey almost disney style um lots of really cool traits on them and that was a big win for anybody that got involved i do think that there's probably uh, a bit more of a future for them as they continue to make announcements and then the other one that you were really bullish on i was on the whitelist but didn't mint was the legend maps uh, that one was very slow to start minting. And then in the middle of the night, or I guess very early in the morning, um, was it Zeneca? Pranksy. Pranksy. Oh yeah. Pranksy. Yeah. Hopped into the discord and started going crazy on the mints. They did mint out and, uh, they sat for a little bit before having a, a pretty good run up this morning. Now sitting at a point two floor, 
that's a little bit false too. Most of the volume is um, about 0.22 or higher, but yeah, uh, this is still pre-reveal as well. So um, yeah, this was real. This was kind of interesting as the drama played out on the show over two days. I had really been looking forward to this project. I gave many reasons as to why I really like the art and the concept and the team who has 20 years uh, experience in the gaming industry. They had a huge whitelist uh, and they gave five mints to the first tier, four mints to the next and three and two and and, and so on. And they minted, I think, 600 yeah, during was, the whitelist. It was phase. pretty soft. It yeah. Felt, yeah. It felt like, oh, man, is this thing even going to mint out? They opened the public fa- the public phase the next day. We were watching it on the show. I think they sold another thousand. And it wasn't until the next morning when, as Cobain says, our two DGen said, <laughs> Pranksy uh, aped in for 200 maps. Uh, it immediately minted out, I want to say about 15 minutes later. There was a quick pump to 0.12. Uh, then they fell back to about 0.7 which was a little above mint uh, with gas. It cost everyone 0.055. The hot mint that day was actually the Toon Goons, which really rocketed from a 0.08 or a 0.07 mint up to 0.4. And it felt like legend maps were really, you know, kind of not the play to have made. They continued to ramp over the weekend. They saw really good volume. And then this morning when England got up and was really into it. They saw one hell of a bump. They got up to 0.4 at one point. There were quite a few selling between 0.35 and 0.4. The legend maps? Now steps- What'd you say? The legend maps? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. You kind of shifted from cryptoons to legend maps. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, I'll get it. Yeah, yeah. No. Legend maps ended up getting up to 0.4 this morning at its peak, and now it's pulled back to 0.2. And these things tend to crash post-reveal. They should be revealing, I believe, at 10 a.m. I just forget whether it's Pacific or Eastern. Uh, And I'd expect them to maybe fall to 0.1 afterwards, as these things normally do. These are a long-term hold for me at this point. I sold a couple this morning. I have three left. And I will be holding these uh, for a long time. I I love this concept. I think they have legs. And I don't even know if the dump is going to be that aggressive after the deal. I think that... Yeah, I'm not sure about that either. Yeah, because think about that, right? Someone came in this morning and swept really hard pre-reveal. Like it was a couple accounts that swept really hard pre-reveal. The thing got up to 0.4 and now it pulled back to 0.2. Was that already the pullback? Like I, you know, that was what my gut said. But at the same time, as a trader, you got to be disciplined. And, you know, 99% of the time, these things fade post-reveal. So well, if you have your... You know, if you have your four, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, it's interesting that this is happening right before the reveal. Obviously, you say, you know, it has a pump and then it has the reveal and a drop as people are kind of, you know, seeing what kind of rarity they ended up getting. But um, yeah. this this big, big run up and accumulation of um, pre-reveal maps and right. uh, a pretty... Um, Pretty tight ownership supply. You know, it's a, a 5,800 map drop in a 1.8, uh, or sorry, 1,800-ish owners. Uh, I got to wonder if there's some some belief in the ecosystem that this is a long-term play as well, because it doesn't 
always kind of happen like that, right? Like the dump is yeah, already kind of taking place as people are yep. seeing the ability to take some some pretty good gains beforehand. Obviously, people are buying that dump and it does just feel like maybe uh, maybe it won't kind of empty out. Maybe it'll just trade sideways for a bit. Uh, but yeah, it'll, it remains to be seen. It'll be interesting to see what happens pretty soon. And I'm really excited to see what their next announcement is because they've been a little vague. Uh, and I do think they have a phase two ready and I'm pumped about this game. I mean, like we said, games are it right now. And this one, this one jives with a lot of existing projects, whether it's loot, which has a three E floor or orcs, which is close to a one E floor again. So let's see uh, how that reveal goes. I'm personally hoping for a rainbow map. I hear those are the rarest and I'm pumped to see if I got one. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, kind of sad that I didn't mint, but, uh, you know, uh, them's the punches, honestly. Um, OK, let's let's wrap the show portion up real quick. I just want to talk about kind of the upcoming drop of the day. Um, maybe not the, the best one, but probably the most high profile one is the art, uh, art blocks curated, which is happening uh, today it is called Autology and uh, pulling it up. There's some testaments that they've had kind of getting like some stained glass Tim Burton vibes from it. Some of them look pretty cool. Some of them aren't really doing it for me. I don't ever take place or uh, take part in the, the art blocks curated as I don't like participating in Dutch auctions. But um, it, it will be interesting to see how art blocks curated bounces back from the Asemica drop that they did last week. I'm going to pull that up and uh, and you had some pretty strong feelings towards it. Mine were mixed. I thought some of them were cool and uh, some of them were an absolute flop. Uh, but it, they, that felt more like a factory drop than a curated drop. And as such, hasn't done super well. Normally, you get some gigantic art blocks purchases uh, post uh, mint. And that, that one capped out at about nine. And I think that was by far the biggest biggest purchase from from uh, Asemica. So, yeah. Uh, I- Autology happening to, today at 1 p.m. Eastern. I want to reiterate that I am wildly, wildly bullish on art blocks long term. And I only want to say that now because there's been so much generative art FUD over the last two weeks, which don't get me wrong. You know, people that are stuck 80 percent right now are justified in being a little myth. Uh, you know, can the devs do something? Well, no, there's no devs here. This isn't, a, this isn't a PFP thing. But I really am bullish, especially on art blocks curated. And I thought the last drop was trash. But I mean, you know, I'm in a collection personally, of which I have a few pieces called Apparitions, that I think a lot of that collection is trash. Like, I think that's a really interesting thing is that some, but the pieces I own, I really love. Like, it's, it, you know, with generative art, this happens a lot where some of the pieces come out that come out are so good that it makes the collection valid. And then but so many in that collection are just trash. I think Art Blocks is just going through the growing pains of adjusting their business model into the teeth of a bear. Right. There was so much froth in their name. A lot of people say what they did was, you know, the reason and that they were getting ahead of the market and all that stuff. I don't think Art Blocks cares. They made a hundred thousand ETH in secondary sales. They are a brand name within NFTs, and they know that long term this is going to be good for them. And they don't really care about the growing pains. So, whatever's happening in generative art right now, I think it's transient. And I don't know about this drop in particular, but I do think Gen Art's going to bottom at some point here. 
I don't think it holds up next to the, some of the other really good curated pieces. Yeah. But hey, I mean, you know, when a couple of thousand of these get minted out, there's uh, there's a pretty good chance that some of them look pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, on that note, we're going to we're going to wrap up the uh, content portion of the show and move into open mic. If anybody wants to jump up there, as always, just raise your hand and we will invite you up on stage and uh, and have a quick chat. If it's anything that you want to talk about for, um, you know, upcoming drops, if there's something in the show that you thought was interesting or you have any questions about uh, anything you've been looking at, you want to come up here and just tell us we uh, we suck at doing a live podcast, whatever it is, man, let's uh, we'll have you up here and uh, have a quick chat. Um, and also, yeah, like I, 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 you know, mentioned earlier in the show, it is uh, it's amazing to see all of the new faces. Um, even just now, while we were uh, talking, we had a couple of memberships come through uh, Centrex and Mac 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 Mac, somebody that I've seen a, a bunch in the general chat and has always kind of been on the fence about joining. But um, if you're listening right now, this uh, this. The uh, Discord stages doesn't organize the uh, the names in alphabetical order. Yeah, you are here. Um, welcome to the Moon Lounge, friend. And uh, if you're in the Moon Lounge right now, give him a warm welcome. Uh, always great to see some new faces there. Absolutely. It's Thanksgiving week here in, the, ah, here yes. in America. I know Canada already had your couple weeks ago. We definitely front run the Thanksgiving uh, celebrations every <laughs> year. Yeah. But um, we drive the, we drive the turkey prices up um, and <laughs> we sell well, into the volume. There would be a bit of a drought uh, in mints, maybe during a holiday week. But it looks like it's going to be a crazy busy week. Swampverse finally announced a date for their mint. If you're not in Swampverse, those are those little pixel frogs that I think look pretty cool. They're going to be minting. Uh, you're kind of cutting out there. Oh, I was just saying no, that Swampers is minting the day after Thanksgiving. Um, and then Artifact, Clonex is minting the day after that, at least for the pre-sale. So it's going to be a busy week in NFTs, Thanksgiving or not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Swamp First is definitely one that we're looking out for this week. Uh, I also had Cass just raise his hand. So we're going to bring him up on the stage. And I am really quickly just going to go gl- grab a uh, a glass of water. Um, and I will be right back. But if you want to say hi to Cass and get the ball rolling on that, I don't will you mean you a good. glass of oil? R two D gen. Yes. Oh, is that it, this is where we're going are with you, the uh, yeah, the personality? Put, yeah, I think I, I'm going more for like the Bender uh, from Futurama vibes, where it's like booze that you need um, to. <laughs> but yeah, I guess not uh, not the same uh, universe. So good morning, Cass. Good morning. I'm going to be right back. Good morning people how are you you've given me my crack fix of the morning had my coffee enjoyed the show and yeah good morning good morning yeah we're glad we could provide that for you uh just don't tell the narcotic cop sitting next to me cobain we're very happy you enjoyed the show i i i i i I have noticed that to be fair, like, <laughs> <laughs> but I do. Well, he's not here. He can't defend himself. So that's- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to get a glass of water. So, how you guys been? Uh, um, how have you been? How was your weekend? How was everything? Uh, pretty wonderful. Uh, I was, you know, with the fam, and we were hanging out. Pretty easy time here in the city. It's getting pretty cold. 
And we're looking forward to the holidays now. We are going to start decorating and buying some birds to cook and all that good stuff. It's that time of year. No, no. That's cool, man. That is cool. Um, Quick question on a random. The orcs, ether orcs. Like, I've read up a few bits on it. The, the, the holding seems great. Mm-hmm. What do you see in terms of gaming long term? Do you think it, it's really got legs to kind of go Well, on? the reason I think orcs is special mainly is their historic angle, right? We've, I've talked a lot about how I think traditional gaming companies getting into crypto is more bullish than crypto people getting into gaming. But having having played Orcs, uh, it's fun. It you got to be a little bit of a nerd as it is all on chain. Though they did just make a really cool graphical user interface for people to use. Most of us were playing on the contract the whole time, which we loved as crypto nerds, but obviously as a hindrance to mass adoption. So why i think ether orcs is such a good place to stash your eth is mainly because two years from now four years from now ten years from now when people look back this game whether it's being played or not is going to be a piece of history and in nfts we know that that gets a very large premium regardless of what meta within nfts it is so that's one reason i'm so bullish on well even in even short traditional you know markets um uh a historic uh like early early historic things get big play too right like you look at uh mm-hmm. you know the original super mario games for nintendo right. or or uh super nintendo being unwrapped or even just the you know unwrapped uh consoles the the ones that are in mint condition they go for huge amounts um shoes do that too like early early pieces of history regardless of whether they remain to have any utility have uh have you know a tremendous amounts of upside as well so i, I mean i can't agree more with you on that yeah these are going to be very desirable desirable collectibles down the road and if they can keep the game going this idea of zug generation over the next few years really has me excited you know because one orc right now will make you a little over five grand a year and it costs you a little under five grand to buy the orc it was a better value at the beginning of yesterday because the orcs were like two thousand bucks or even a little cheaper um but i had been saying for weeks you know that that gap is going to close these things are producing five grand a year and selling for 1900 bucks who's not going to buy that right yeah exactly that makes sense but there's it's a year all right so and obviously being a first it would be I do get the desirable side of it. No, right. But- you know, it's it's asset appreciation first. If the game and the Zug work out, that's just icing on the cake. Now, these other games, you're not as sure about the underlying assets. So you kind of want to get as much out of the game and underlying currency as much as possible before it pops. Is tends to be my philosophy. I think and- the, oh, sorry. The other reason that I'd be bullish on gaming, um, whether or not, you know, it's an existing project or upcoming. It's just that, you know, gaming was one of those things that uh, for a long time um, was shunned. You know, it wasn't actually too long ago that gamers were nerds uh, in their parents' basements and stuff like that. And I, I see, you know, my, my, my son's generation 
um, where everybody is a gamer and it's not just guys are gamers. Like, I mean, like everybody, you know, girls, guys, and like, you know, in high school, it's the same thing. Uh, and gaming has quickly shot up to be, you know, one of the largest industries in the world. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that, um, you can't ignore the power of gaming, the power of storytelling, the power of, uh, interactive entertainment. And it's gonna, it's gonna continue to grow from there. And there's a lot of people who just think that NFTs are the gateway to, um, on-chain or, uh, you know, blockchain gaming, right? Like, and, and other NFTs aren't even going to be worth anything unless they're gaming related. I don't know if I would go completely that route, but, uh, you know, that is a thesis of some people. And, uh, yeah, like the, the video gaming industry has quietly gone from a bunch of nerds in their basement to, to one of the biggest revenue generating industries in the world. So these yeah. are, these are two huge mega trends that are colliding yeah. to create the ultimate giga chad trend that hopefully we're all at the beginning of take advantage of that's cool yeah um also does does rarity or yeah does rarity play anything within the game so the first phase of the orcs game was twofold you could do two things you could mint your orc. you could earn zug to mint new orcs or you could level up your orc to get loot which made it rarer now this loot also had utility because it would increase how much zug your orc made but this first phase was essentially rarity building and at the end rarities were set so rare orcs do get a premium right now. I believe they will in the future, but I it certainly means less than a collection that stands on the art alone. As you as you make utility the central aspect of your project, people start to afford it more and more of the value. Though I do think rarities will always get a premium especially if these things become you know, cultural phenomenons and historic. Cool. That's actually really cool. And um, is it Legend Maps? Yes. Legendmaps.io and it's Legend Maps on uh, OpenSea. There's a couple fake collections, but the real collection has 5,600 items under it. I've got five. I bought the about 0 0.06, I think. Oh, great. Good entry so, point, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we're, on the dip, that's when that's when we bought about five of them, and um, yeah. it's, it's basically long term again. Uh, leave it in the side because in the long term, after um, diving in a little bit, um, yeah, everything seems really solid with that. I know uh, I'm nuts, but I already want to blow one up and put it on the wall. They have this really good. It feels like Zelda. If you guys played exactly. Zelda back in the day, it it feels like that top down. RPG type of play. I don't the know. Old, it, old it hits one, yeah. me in the nostalgia. So for, I'm looking for me, forward to that reveal. For me personally, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit older. I think I kind of, it kind of reminds me, even the art reminds me of something I used to play on a, on a Commodore 64 or on a 500. Yeah. Um, that's you just, you just uh, outed your age here, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's some people in the audience that are like, the fuck? What? the fuck is that yeah trust me bro but no like no i don't mind it's it's um it just reminds me of that and it, it's that nostalgia kind of thing and it yeah i, I did really like the art so um yeah, yeah for that one because yeah i heard the info from you guys and then 
yeah, it, it was a good look. So thank you. Yeah, man, no problem. I'll um, go off. If, <laughs> yeah, man, thanks for coming up. Yeah, thanks, Cass. Always great to talk to you. And I uh, hope you had a great weekend and uh, look forward to a great week ahead as well. Trust me. Guys, take care. I'll speak to you soon. If anyone else wants to throw their hand up and uh, and join us up on stage, by all means, we uh, I think we could probably go for another 15 minutes if you wanted. Um, while we're kind of waiting for somebody to do that, I just wanted to uh, quickly shout out a, a member, a newer member of the community, Seb, um, who has been in uh, live minting, jo- dropping some uh, some pretty incredible uh, uh, quick pieces, just uh, you know, linking to the project doing the uh the whitelist time the actual time and the the public mint time uh he's you know he's highlighted ben baller he put art blocks in there uh society of derivative apes soda which has been getting some play that we can really quickly look at too i don't know if you've uh looked at that at all um but it's kind of uh, like uh apes amazing yeah they do actually i'm gonna be watching this they, one let's pull that up on they're screen my favorite yeah they're my favorite uh board ape even including the original uh this derivative i gotta say i love all the doodles derivatives the style is fabulous like everything looks good in that style i expect kaiju it really does mori oodles and bun bun noodles and you know come on give give them all to us uh these apes look dope but specifically these seem to have interest from uh whales and influencers so i there may even be a little gas war brewing 5,000 went to the whitelist and there's another five going to be available to the public. So that's a, a mint. A lot of alpha are watching. Yep. Uh, looks like 6 p.m. Eastern tonight. The uh, public sale mints uh, begins at for a uh, 0.04 ETH. So exciting for that. I might um, I might jump into that one after my yeah. uh, seemingly big whiff this morning. I woke up and saw Pudgy Apes minting and uh, I've Definitely didn't follow my uh, my normal rule of not minting before I've had a coffee. Um, that was such an easy pass for me. But. Ah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> this is going to be a historic play, as you would say. Yeah. <laughs> no, Historically uh, dead. no you you win some, I, you lose I, some. I, hey, it's not over I yet. Those bags. May they go much higher. Yeah, we got a question from Mecca Abe Trafficus. Bringing him up again. Great to have you up here. Good also, morning. Oh, he's up. Sir. Good morning, GM. Your mic is muted. There All he right, is. Man. Now? You're good. Yes, sir. Okay, cool. Um, Love the show, guys, obviously. Uh, thanks for doing this. Thank uh, you. Like I said before, it's been it's become part of my morning routine. Um, So you guys, uh, you know, touched on the uh, the Wolf game stuff. Uh, we're seeing all these derivatives come up and like, how are you guys going about vetting these? Like, I think a lot of them are going to be rugs, to be honest with you. I'm really scared. Um, you know, like literally yesterday, I know you guys mentioned like 10, I saw more than that come up (laughs) and I'm just like really weary on the fact that like a lot of these, you know, people are going to lose a lot of money because they're just not going to succeed. So how do you go? How would you recommend like going about saying like, all right, this one is a solid project. This one I'm going to take a pass on. Honestly, um, I, I don't I, – I typically try not to chase too much. Like to me, like I missed out on the Wolf game hype uh, 
I feel like I've probably missed out on this cycle, to be honest with you. I'll watch the volumes of some. If some look exceptionally well done, like there was some quality and maybe it was a project that would had already been in the works for a while and, and is just launching into some pretty good hype for them, then, you know, I might might try and partake in it. But Typically, it's only that, you know, a second uh, second chance exists and you don't know which one it's going to be. So, you know, unless you're you're comfortable with spreading out into a lot of them and taking a lot of losses, uh, I wouldn't have super high hopes for for any of them. Honestly, I, I, I just the worst plays that I've made has been like chasing and FOMOing into a trend that I should have just understood is already over. Um, I think free markets probably in the, on the same page as me, but, uh, yeah, what do you, what's, what's your take on that? So this may sound simple, but discord numbers are a good indication. Um, if you see, like I, there's a few projects that I'll, I went to go check their discords this morning, mad cow NFT, which seems to be one of those games, 530 members in the Discord. True, I'm yeah. just kicking that out right now. Nothing's going on there. Now, Cat and Mouse has 31,000 people in the Discord. I feel like one, even if you set out to a rug, once you get those type of numbers, you start to realize there's probably more money to be made in trying to do something, even if you fail. And there's a couple, and I'm not recommending these. I haven't made the whitelist in either, but I will try. The whale game and the cat and mouse game both seem to have insane interest. Like there's so many people in those that if you can get on the whitelist, it seems like free money. Now, whether this is an ape, a copycat, whatever it is, you got to go into each of these individual projects. Now, one that was really good looking to me, and I don't know whether it's a rug or not. I haven't even been able to get into the general because they did the shitty strategy of invite game and whatever is Wizards and Dragons. It's a game of Wizards and Dragons. It's called Wizards and Dragons game. The art looks incredible to me. It's the type of art that I like. There's 11,000 members in that Discord. Um, so those were the three derivatives I was watching. Most of the other ones seem to be pretty low effort, but really I just watched the discord interest. I know the numbers are probably pamped with robots and invite contests, but if you can get on a whitelist with a discord that has over 30,000 members, it's almost always free. So those are the three that kind of stuck out to me of the derivatives. That's a good point. I I would say it's more of a red flag if there's almost nobody in the Discord than it is a a green flag that there's a lot of people in the Discord. You know what I mean? Like, I I would say there's some diminishing returns on the volume of there. But yeah, even jump in there, watch the chat and see how active and how rabid the community base is, because that's probably a pretty good indication um, as well. Uh, Definitely take a look at the art. Like you said, if it looks like it's good, then the chances are that they've been working for this a little bit longer than just, you know, the last two days since Wolf Game has come out. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's a there's a myriad of red flags you can look for. Um, And and sorry, when I I answered your question before, um, you know, I didn't really answer what you were asking. But, yeah, I agree with Free Market that look at the socials. Look how look how long it's been around for as well. Um, You know, there's always some projects that have been working on this silently for a couple of months. You know, they're getting ready to launch and it's just um, either fortuitous or unfortunate timing that you're launching into this kind of hype. Um, from another project. 
Yeah, and you want to get in and out of these. When it's the, an obvious derivative of something that was hot, you're obviously not trying to figure out which one of these is here for the long term. It's just you want to get in and get out. Try to get on a whitelist. It's probably a good good for a pump. Yeah, because I got I got on Cat and Miles. Like I was nice. inside like the first like five hundred or whatever. Yeah, I, like I, I'm just like so weary about this because I know that there's going to be so many people who are going to get rugged with all these derivatives, and it just doesn't <laughs> make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, it is a gamble. Yeah. It is, but you know, the, all these people are doing it because they're trying to get rich. You know, it, the, yeah. <laughs> so they're not they're not out here like I'm going to put this in my savings account so I can. They're out here gambling on vapor to try to get rich. So you know, whatever happens, happens. Trying to distinguish. I I don't I really get the feeling that the ones we mentioned aren't straight rugs, but you know that still doesn't guarantee it's not going to tank. It's all yeah, we'll see. Cool. And then I got one more for you. Um, sure. Zen Apes came out this morning, um, like late late last night, and said that they're about to uh, they're they're partnering up with Cyberkongs. Um, nice. I'm not sure if you guys saw that. Is that like are you like I was already kind of bullish on the project. Like is this like through the roof now or am i crazy so here's here's there's two here there's two sides of it right this project is being run by ox inurashi which is a very prominent member of the mice community he wasn't an original dev but he has done work for them um this gives that instant credit and i'm sure all the mice are in it and then Eddie is Kongs is also involved with this project. So that's why I assume Cyber Kongs um, and Zen Apes have created a partnership. I absolutely love this project. I've been trying to get on the whitelist. I have not achieved it yet. I love the art, which is why I tried to get on. I mean, the Kong stuff is only good for them. This is probably going to be an insane gas war. I know that uh, a lot of people want in this project. Looks fucking solid. I mean, it was just, uh, you know. <laughs> looks like a good project so yeah it is nice nice clean art one, too. oh yeah super clean oh. yeah I, I got lucky the other day uh i jumped in there they were doing a trivia contest and i i got a whitelist like congrats within like two yeah. minutes i was like holy crap so yeah um, that, look, big that win. looks like a good one man. big win yeah very cool. good cool. cool appreciate it guys yeah appreciate yeah, you coming up always mm-hmm. good to have uh have you up here do we have any other hands up right now? Doesn't look like it. Um, oh yeah, or uh, one of our resident artists, Josh, a regular guest on the show at this point, invited up. Yep. Hey, morning, fellas. How's it going? GM. Good morning, sir. Oh, GM, GM. Fine Monday. Let me ask you a, a, a quick opinion, real quickly. Um, Free market is uh, having a bit of a debate with me as to what GM actually stands for. I think most um, normal sane people have already established that it is lowercase g, lowercase m. And I think we're all on the same page about that, save for a few uh, rebels. But um, now the debate has switched to what it actually stands for. It's obviously good morning um, or free market would have it as good morrow. Good morrow. Now think about how classy and cool this sounds right i mean when did we start saying good morning i don't know but good morrow is i think it's cooler ever the historian josh do you want to weigh in on this for us 
don't know, man. I think Good Morrow is cool in the way that, you know, somebody wearing a fedora saying Milady. <laughs> <laughs> God, <dang. laughs> All right, I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, good news. We already have Alpha Mint branded fedoras on the way to Free Market's uh, place as we speak. So he can tip that, yes. tip his cap to people as he um, badgers them in the weed clubs about OpenSea. Man, sign me up for the oh. for the AM fedora. <laughs> uh, drip is uh, already on it, I am sure. Um, so, anyways, yeah, enough about uh, enough about that. What's going on today? Oh, not too much. Uh, I just yesterday was thinking a little bit about shipping physical goods as part of an NFT. I did a little survey a while ago on my Twitter and found that like. Only got 12 respondents or so, but none of them had ever received anything physical related to their NFTs. Um, so I wrote up a little thread on learning process of shipping things out to holders and how it's more difficult than I had assumed it would be. The logistics of it are, are quite a bit more difficult, but it's totally possible for most projects and seems like a missed opportunity for a lot of projects. Um, but to me, the big issue is pseudonymity with shipping things to people. You kind of 100%. give up your holder's pseudonymity the moment you have to mail them something to a physical address. So I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that and see what you guys think. I think so that I there's, oh yeah, you yeah. first, you first go. Well, I, I have a couple thoughts on it. So I think that what makes an NFT unique and valuable is that it, it, it can't be destroyed. Uh, for the most part, right? It can never lose its quality. It It is always mint, even after it's been minted and held for a very long time. When you attach, and this was an issue for a pretty famous NFT artist, when you, which was Ringers, when you attach a physical piece to the NFT, especially if you write it in the description or make it part of the sale, now you have something that where is the value in this NFT? If the value is also in this physical item, well, then you have to trust the person who owned it to keep the physical item as mint as the NFT. Or does that mean values should be subtracted? I think physical items for NFTs are great as long as it's not framed as part of the art or part of the sale. And, the, you know, I like as an example, he was automatically sending prints with his work early on. Now, I believe it's an option and anybody who buys the NFT can get the print. So if you rebuy the NFT, you contact Dimitri, he'll send you a print. Right. And that is, I think, a much better way to frame it. So while I'm not against the overall act of doing it i think how you frame it is important uh to the value of your nft interesting it reminds me a bit of the damien hurst project where it was like you either yep. you either can receive the physical print and burn the or excuse me and burn the nft or receive the nft and burn the physical print and i think you hit on exactly why that dynamic is interesting that's super cool right yeah yeah i think that you'll probably see some services set up um if they're not already as like uh, almost an intermediary, like obviously you can set up a PO box and get it shipped there. But like, even still you're, you're kind of getting in the realm of where that person um, is. But I, I think that, you know, some secure uh, third party that kind of just 
facilitates the swap, even though you don't have to send it to them there. I don't know. Like I, I'm picturing some kind of like, uh, you know, hidden encrypted QR code that only like certain like maybe mail receivers can can scan and, and get it out to the right one so that you can print it off and and slap it on a box and you have no way of seeing it. But uh, somebody in the in, during the shipping process can redirect it to the right place. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that exists. That'd be pretty cool to know. And I think that's and the obvious. I think that's the obvious hindrance right now, too, is the friction uh, involved. You know, OpenSea doesn't give you an easy way to include a physical item. And until there is a smooth way to do it, and I would assume you would want it to be built into the marketplace so that you don't have to go out to a third party app, at least for convenience. Um, Until that happens, too, I think that that's one reason you haven't seen a a ton of it. So much friction and being able you know, photographers, I think that's one area where it seems like such an obvious value add that you want to have a print of the photos you buy on your wall. And I was able to buy a photo uh, NFT from our good friend, Ben Orloff, who did send me a physical print, but it was easy because we know each other. Um, He was routing people to his website uh, so I think that as an artist or as a business, that's your best option right now is to have a website where uh, the extra that's attached to your NFT is some sort of link that routes you with an easy way for a customer to uh, to fill out their info securely and privately you know, as possible. Interesting. Yeah, I love it. Hey, I think there's probably an opportunity there for somebody to maybe build out a... Uh... Yeah. Uh, a delivery or inventory management system or something for folks in the NFT space. Agreed. Opportunities abound. Not just in the minting. Um, all right. I'm going to invite um, Will up uh, onto stage and we'll probably cap it off there. So I'm going to invite him up. And while he is on his way up, I just want to um, mention, Oh God, I can't even find the button. Or did you already do it? Yeah, I invited him up. Oh, you did? Okay. While he's on his way up there, I just wanted to let everybody know that we are in the process of working with Vishal uh, to create an NFT drop and whitelist calendar that's got some details fleshed out on it. I'll probably show it on stream uh, tomorrow and uh, probably try and debut and figure out a good way to get it out to you all in the form of a Google Doc. Um, but in the meantime, if anybody wants to to drop something in the either the am show chat or um the uh feedback and questions uh discord channel that we have going on there as to like what metrics you think would be important for us to keep track of obviously we've got like the date the uh pre-sale amount the total amount the uh mint price and we'll try and keep that up to date as much as possible but um if anybody has any interesting metrics that they like to look at and and want to help us kind of crowdsource a a really good um, mint drop calendar let us know and uh, we're going to be trying to build that out as quickly as possible especially as minting kind of enters the meta again pretty pretty strongly and whitelists are obviously a key part of that so um yeah look look forward to that tomorrow and uh, if you have any suggestions please let me know and we will work on that as well so will what's going on this morning hey good morning gents and uh good morning, yeah, capital, capital gm is general motors and lowercase gm is <laughs> guten guten morning well, i'm actually guten, interested uh, to see if like g uh, general motors got a little bit of a pump out of that whole thing 
you know they're going to play up that meme one day. I don't know if it's this year or next year, but it's going to be in a car commercial in the Super Bowl. I guarantee it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off, so, Will. Um, so, it, no worries. Um, thanks for having me up. So, my question is around whitelist, and and, and as I'm going through the learning curve, you, you know, I, I think that when people hit this concept of whitelist, it's it gets it gets complicated because there seem to be a lot of different ways to get on the whitelist. And, and um, for sake of time, I guess I'll frame my question here as sort of an etiquette question in that when I first came on Discord, I was getting all kinds of stuff. And I finally reached out to the person and said, why are, you, why are you inviting me to all these Discord servers that I don't care anything about? It's like, well, I need to get on the whitelist. I need to get on the whitelist, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, I don't, I guess, A, I don't want to be, know spamming all of alphamet with with things that they don't care about and the second thing is maybe they want to get on that white list too so So that's that's why alphamet is here that's why we have a invite spam channel and you'll often see you know we we are very against invite contests in general they're a lot less prevalent now than they used to be but you still see some projects doing it's always disappointed when it it's a project you like a uh, swamp verse. I really love that project, but they are, that is how they built up uh, initially, but we know that that's the case. And like, you know, alpha min is about streamlining signal and reducing noise. So when someone posts an invite link in the invite spam, especially one tied to invites to get on a whitelist, often they'll say, Hey guys, I need three more. And then I'll take mine down so somebody else can put theirs up. So in in Alpha Mint, we know the game. We're here. We're trying to maximize EV, right? So we, we it's fine to do it here. Now, it's always touchier to do it with your friends in the DM, especially sophisticated people know exactly what's going on. As Cobain and I joke, oh, am I your invite bitch this morning? Uh, because I am always the recipient of waking up to one or two discords DM'd to me from free market. Yeah. Oh, really? 1999. What was the thing I got the other day? The one, one 2022. I don't even know what it is. I joined it for you. Thank you. I appreciate Uh, that. (laughs) Our ratio is like 10 to one right now. So (laughs) (laughs) we are against invite contests in general. We look down upon them, but you know, for this exact reason. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's part of the game. Currently we work it uh, in alpha mint. There's a bit of a process. Like we say, we, we try to encourage if it's for an invite contest, once you get your invites, take it down and suggest somebody else puts it up uh, in alpha mint. But yeah, part of the game we don't love right now. Okay, thanks. Yeah, this was actually specifically for Rat Dow, which I'm really excited. Mm-hmm, I love the yeah. Um, yeah, cool. But it was like, and it was like, oh, yeah, um, we'll let you on the whitelist if you get four other people in. I'm like, oh, okay, well, now, you know, there's an etiquette issue. So, um, okay. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Use that. Use the invite spam and use the uh, the the other one that we referred to. Oh, my God. I lost it. Uh, A pre-sales and whitelist. Yeah. Yeah. And then latest drops is in the general area as well. Right. That's where we do it for general is in latest drop. Unless it's something that's happening um, quickly, like a mint or something, please don't flood the uh, DJ Dojo or the general chat with right. with these um, whitelist contest uh, discords. 
Yeah, we have channels for that. Did I hear uh, Scott jumped up on stage with us? Good morning, Sigma. Sigma Red. Is that what we should? Ooh, too uh, too many hints here. Too many. Oh, please. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. Hey, I just wanted to, as Wolf Game dominates um, <laughs> the conversation, I want to quickly recognize Dirty Milk. Who have you guys looked at Chain Runners? Yeah, we, we talked about it earlier. Yeah, yeah, we shouted him out earlier in the show. Wow, one point six nine, two ETH floor now. Oh my god! Get the hell out of here. I thought I thought about buying one of those yesterday at like point three, point four, and I, and I I did that stupid thing, stupid stupid thing where I'm just like, how much higher could this possibly go? You know, <laughs> and I, I you know I do try and like discipline myself and not try and chase and FOMO. So obviously this is a conversation that was have we're having in hindsight, and you know if it had gone down to point two, I would have been like, oh thank god. But like yeah, it, NFTs are pretty ridiculous in the fact that these runs just can sustain for a long time. No, and it's just amazing. I went back and looked at his call. It was you know, where he shared the direction. They were 0.05 mint. And I mean, oh. that's, what is that? That's 100x. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, yeah, they fell to 0.01. So that's 160x <laughs> if you bought the bottom. Because they were out there for like a week. No one cared. Mm. I, it, no it, I really want to like, I really want to know what what triggers this like what's the event it's a 10k supply it minted it crossed past it crossed past that kind of like death zone where it becomes too expensive in gas to buy these things where you're already down 50 or 75 percent just on your purchase price uh and then it just fucking takes off you know it, maybe low gas is some is, is being really beneficial right now he shared his thesis, too, which was that he was tracking wallets and he saw that someone who was scooping up rares when they were down at 0.01 had 13 punks in his wallet. Ooh. And then he saw some other punks holders were buying them when they were down at 0.01. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, great call. Uh, I hope that Dirty Milk loaded up and I hope that some other people, um, you know, listen to and absorb all of the alpha obviously it's very hard to act on all of it and uh liquidity is always a concern too right like if you act on every single thing you see you'll you can you can chew through a lot of eth real quickly uh but yeah uh, punks loading up on something is is never a bad sign for a project especially when it is that low you know, the last thing that happened to bad bunnies before the bear market was some punk swept like 50 of them off the floor. So. Yeah. So huge shout out to Dirty Milk. Uh, well done, not sir. just a talented barber. No, multifaceted, multifaceted. So Scott, what are you looking at today? Anything going on before we wrap it up? Did you guys talk about the Ben Baller thing? Oh, oh. that's a good one. Uh, cause there's at least 10 of us on that whitelist. Thanks to orcs. Um, do you know if it's a game, Scott? I was trying to figure out if it's in this game trend or not. I know literally almost nothing about it. I was talking about it last night in voice chat with Vincenzo and yeah. I mean, it's pretty rushed, isn't it? This has been around for what, like a week? Yeah. And it, there is an in-game currency. Um, let me just read this infographic real quick. Uh, minting blockchain. So if you guys don't know, Ben the Baller is a jeweler. 
So when he says block chains, he implies chains you wear around your neck. So you will be minting a block chain that will show up on OpenSea. These block chains will mine baller bars, gold <laughs> bars, gems, baller bars, okay? So you will hold blockchains to earn baller bars, which can be used to mint further blockchains. Collecting gems. Once all the blockchains are minted, you will use baller bars to then mint gems, which I assume you can insert into your chains, maybe, to make them rarer or more valuable. And then the race. Merge 10 gems together to create a baller chain. The value of a rare baller chain expands far beyond the metaverse. Now, think about this. Think about this. This is one of the largest jewelers in hip hop. This has celebrity support. And the last line of their roadmap implies if you get a very rare chain, you you may be able to forge it for a physical uh, in the real world. So will that appeal to people? I don't I mean, that's this is a concept here. And a bunch of us are on that whitelist. Whitelist is from 2 to 7 p.m. today, I believe. And the public mint starts at 9.30 p.m. All times are approximate. We will keep the D-Gen Dojo abreast of the move uh, on the baller, on the Ben Baller blockchain. And uh, yeah, for anybody that's not, you, you kind of outlined who Ben Baller is, um, you know, 1.5 million followers on Instagram, which for Instagram is a, is a pretty big deal um, and, and deeply ingrained in the uh, kind of hip hop culture as well. So uh, definitely not a small name, might not be one that you're entirely familiar with if you're kind of not um, in that world, but uh, also a fellow Lakers fan. So I have nothing against them. <laughs> Let's go next. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I guess I'll, yesterday, hell what, of a game yesterday. Randall just putting on a clinic. Woo! Lord of mercy. <laughs> also a former Laker that I'm not salty about leaving at all. Um, okay. When LeBron. When LeBron. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then the one other quick one. Did you guys talk about Society of Derivative Apes? Soda? Yeah, um, love that art. That that may be a gas war, right? I mean, there's five thousand available for the public. Five thousand going in the in the pre-sale, and that has whale interest all around. Zeneca, Otto, gonna be a big one. It looks like. Yeah, yeah sitting at about that one. It turns almost point yeah, one floor. Oh, sorry. Go wow. ahead, Scott. Oh yeah, uh, poison who's in Alpha Mint is a mod over in their Discord, so he was talking about the project last night too, but. I like the art. I'm curious to see what happens with the men. I as well. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. To the the do uh, we were saying, man, everything looks good in a doodle style. That's yeah. just a good style, man. It's it resonates. Couldn't agree more. All right, I guess on that note, uh, Scott, if you want to finish off with anything, big day for Alpha Mint no. yesterday. Yeah, I can't believe I was just reading Henry's recap, too. I mean, my only thing to finish off is I can't believe how much happened last week. NFTs are crazy. NFTs are back. Uh, We see you uh, in business. We're just the show's ending. So maybe we'll hop in a voice chat after if you want. Oh, he's like spamming Ray's hand. All right. I'll get you up here for like (laughs) he's like that kid in the the class that's like me, 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 me. 
<laughs> All right, real quickly, we got a, a couple more minutes. We'll extend this to. I just want to see if that would work. It did. It did. Is this how you get on white lists as well? <laughs> was that your intern clicking or was that? <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was it. I, Scott covered the other ones. I, I just, from a general vibe, I, I, I had to take a, I like took a break this weekend. It sucks because I feel like I missed so much, but I'm, I'm going to default to minting pretty hard this week with how much momentum everything has. It's just, yeah. Yeah, because it just you just need one or two to work, right? Even if the other eight fail, for real. Yeah. Well, it's, well it's for projects awesome. that are minting out too, there there does seem to be a pretty good sustained um, post mint um, flipping opportunity. Yeah. Obviously, that's not like hard and fast rule. It does have to mint out. As I as I alluded to earlier, I did mint this um, the silly uh, pudgy pudgy apes or whatever, um, which yeah. is not getting any kind of traction despite uh, Shamdu. <laughs> jumping in and uh posting about it but uh, uh you win some you lose some um but yeah I, I i i do think that there's a good opportunity to mint and uh peel peel back some of your uh minting liquidity back into your wallet and then hold and see what happens with projects it is really interesting to see the trend i don't know if you guys talked about it with guys like um you know auto that are going back you know a couple weeks or a month and you know giving new life to projects that were solid and just didn't get their fair shake. Right. I mean, like what happened with orcs yesterday yeah. um, was something really unique, like nothing, it wasn't an announcement or anything like that, that really caused that. Right. It was just, you know, there was a, there was a, a pause in the wolf game and all of a sudden, you know, people were like, you know, let me go check and see, you know, it was Tropoformer that kind of set it off. Yeah. Right. Well, I um, did tweet about the 30 minutes before him, but I guess we could. Correct. Well, it's truly, it's you, it is you that really set that, that storm you know, ablaze. Uh, Free market so tweets like 300 so times a day about any project he's interested in. The eventual, no, I, 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 no, 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. A ah, great Twitter follow. Actually, I do enjoy always seeing your posts pop up, but I, it is, it is one of those things, you know, when, when somebody posts about a project that legitimately, you know, sometimes somebody posts something and you go look at it and it's like, I, 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 I don't see it. You know what I mean? But like, I think anybody that actually sees orcs, um, you know, and realizes, okay, wait, check first, first real RPG on chain. And then, you know, you see like any of the maps, like, like the, the actual like uh, game theory maps of like what, where they already are in that process. Um, it just kind of like, Hey, if, and, and then you tie that with the price be like, wait, it just like, wait, why every time I'm like, why is this so cheap? I should just buy it. Usually if it passes the rest of due diligence, because that's kind of how I felt like with we were i think it was dirty milk we were messing around with the uh, with their mint function the one thing chain runners did really well and probably the reason why the mice were really really on it is because they had a really awesome mint uh mint experience yeah. so <laughs> you went you went into that and they had like this whole you know like old computer thing and you could you know type some code in there if you wanted and see what other other ones and minted, but I was like, this is it. This is like, there's no, like, there's no game after this or anything like that. And I kind of had that gut feeling. I was like, I feel like this is going to be like, somebody's going to be interested in this and then just didn't go. But I probably would have flipped it for, you know, a dud because there was no action after the, after the mint anyways. So 
maybe the market's changing again and you have to you know, just kind of look at this as um you know you're gonna there's a possibility that a great project may just take a little bit but it's it's nice to see that you know those that those quality projects are sometimes catching on here weeks after they they minted versus it being like a straight to the moon like doodles or um you know or or nothing I think it's encouraging for the market. Sorry, free market. I think it's encouraging for the market that the, it, it isn't like a hard and fast rule that it either survives and goes to the moon or dies. Um, that some of these are getting picked up off the floor and, you know, some of the either quality art or quality teams that are doing stuff are, are out there still getting recognized and coming back from the dead. Uh, I would be a little bit concerned about the longevity of like a bull market or I don't want to say NFTs, yeah. but you know, if if it was just like mint pump, and then it either kind of catches a, a good floor and stays somewhere in that range for a while, or like straight to zero, right? Like it can't it can't be that binary. It shouldn't be that binary, right? Like you, we should have these like tiers of projects, and uh, it's nice to see that uh, that that it, there is some gray area. Were there any were any of the mints yesterday stalled like stalled mints like uh, like crypto guns was was an example of like a stalled mint that just caught fire later right? Um, uh, it had a long whitelist process too. Did it? Okay. Yeah, it was a a little bit different in that, but yeah, it did uh, it did kind of catch on um, real quick and then started moving fast. I can't remember who started aping into it, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, you are correct. It was it didn't it wasn't like launch, uh, launch the contract was, and then mint out. That was very unique this week. Like the dopey ducklings happened last yeah. week, right? And that was that was like a dead a dead launch. Did you see that? The what? Were they up to point four? Those things this morning? I sure hope so. Dopey uh, ducklings. I thought they were a point four last time I looked. Last I'm gonna no. I am actually gonna touch on one thing, um, and then just wrap this up. We are starting to get a little bit long. Um, but I appreciate you you coming up on stage with us in business and we'll jump into the voice chat after if you want to keep the conversation yeah, sure. going. Um, but, you know, the one thing that I've kind of wondered about is that it used to be that uh, some projects would pay some influencers like God forbid it was Fleur, but some other ones to kind of tweet about it, um, a whitelist happening or a drop happening and, and kind of build up some momentum uh, on the actual minting phase. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to know that now the meta has shifted for influencers to actually just be paid to to actually go out and mint them, um, and then you know somehow in the back end getting getting reimbursed some of the mint costs. This isn't like a conspiracy kind of thing. It just it seems like a more organic uh, promotion mechanism. Um, you know, Shamdu tweeting about something isn't quite as powerful as seeing the whale watching and uh, um, whale watching bots light up with his wallet. Uh, aping into a project right so for some of these stalled projects that don't seem to be picking up steam and then all of a sudden somebody kind of stumbles in and starts going nuts on them you know uh pranksy i i I don't know if pranksy would really be somebody who would need um the money to do so but uh yeah definitely more of an organic marketing uh, mechanism that i think you'll see become a little bit more common i don't know if you agree or disagree with that free market I do. I agree with little. Well said. Yes. Okay. Um, and anything you want to finish off with today? Uh, no. Good luck at the tables, DJ. 
Yeah. Um, long show. Great show today. Appreciate everyone tuning in. We had almost 50 again at its peak. Always appreciate that. Again, for anyone joining us late, we do record all of this on YouTube, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So go check that out if you missed anything or you can't tune in another day. And uh, really, really exciting time for Alpha Mint as we start selling uh, more of these passes and getting more really, really great community members involved in uh, in our little project here. So lots to come. Uh, some some more announcements are on the horizon regarding Alpha Mint. Um, and uh, yeah, as Free Market said, good luck at the tables and uh, we'll see you again tomorrow.